Steph gonna be happy. I don't see everybody in a minute. I know Steph gonna be happy. I, uh, Steph, he don't he don't say it, but I think he he low key like he not I, je- I don't know if jealous is the word, but yeah, I think jealous is the word. He was like, cause when we first started, when we first like start, uh, when we first reconnected, he was like, uh, he said, like, man, tell me when you and DeAndre link up, bro. Like I'm trying to pull up, and then I've one, invited him a few times, and I have too. I have two, and then I was like, I told him, I was like, bro, like, uh, I hit you, and then you said like he was busy or something like that. And I hit him another night, and he just uh, he didn't reply. And then he got back to me the next morning. And then at this point, at this point, he know we kick it at least once or twice a week. So it's like, it's like if it, if it was y'all kicking it once or twice a week, and I wanted to come, I was like, hey, what night y'all getting together? This, you know what yeah. I'm saying? What day this week? And I'll just pull up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, but I, he don't feel like a way about either one of us. He, like, got, the, he got the wifey life. He cuddled up with the bull. I can't be mad at the no, kid, not, and I do too, man. and I do too. But he he all the way out in Esco and. You know, it's just true. It's a little it's, mission. Yeah, it's, it's a mission. And then he he working like he he working a lot now. You know, and then and also ever since COVID, his, his girl is like real. Pardon, his wife is real. Like COVID got her her playing everything super duper safe, which I understand. Which I understand. Mm. So he he can't really he can't really move around as much as he would like to. Mm-hmm. It's all good though. But yeah, man, we uh. Pod, pod, the podcast is a few days late. You know, Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My guy, my guy's a, a very popular and very uh, booked up barber man. So he had <laughs> people hitting him on uh, day Thanksgiving Eve and on Thanksgiving. Like, yo, I need that Thanksgiving cut. It was crazy. And who am I to keep my man from getting his money? You know what I'm saying? It so, it's like, you know what? The pod could be, you know, what I'm saying, a few days late. Ho- hopefully, next time we could plan it out a little better so we could, you know, what I'm saying, keep on schedule. But like, I understand, man, it happens. Money comes first. Definitely money comes first. That, we was just talking. We was just talking about how the money comes first. We are gonna get into that in a minute. How was your Thanksgiving, though, bro? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, if we can, we can get into that. How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was good, man. First and foremost, you know, shout out to everybody out there that follow us. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all. Appreciate you know, my Thanksgiving y'all. was uh, it was good. I had some turkey, a little bit of ham. I don't really do too much of the ham. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese. You know everything. Even some 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 uh. Some gumbo greens. It's greens with gumbo, seafood gumbo inside. Nice. Fire. Nice. <laughs> Fire. Had my stomach a little bubbly, but it was worth it going down. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Besides that, I'm good now. What about yours? I heard that. My Thanksgiving was good, man. Went out to uh, Lake Forest. You remember my Aunt Muriel? Yeah. Went out to uh, my um, Duanta with the five with the five kids. It's crazy to see them all like grown and had houses now. But we went to my Aunt Muriel's house out in Lake Forest. Um, my dad's side of the family was real good. Um it was dope to see my aunt and uncle's house now because um, I remember when they first got it, it was like, yo, they got this big old house, all these rooms in it and stuff. And like I said, they got five kids. And it's funny that they got five. Like, they, they had three and decided they was done. And the day my uncle went and got a vasectomy, and then the next day they found out that they were pregnant with twins. So they tried to stop at three ended up having five. <laughs> but so all growing up, they always had, like, a bunch of kids running around this big old house and, like, one of the rooms, like the twins' room, it was always, like, crayons and marker on the wall. You know what I'm saying? It was just, like... Just little kid rooms, and it, it was just like, but still, that house was like, yo, this house is dope. It's a big house. They got a park right next door. I think you might, you probably even been to that house before, probably way, yeah. way back in the day. I think probably you've been yeah. there before. I know Adam has. I know. I'm talking um, about the nineties. Yeah, sometimes I'm pretty sure you've been there before. But um, but just now to go there now and like one of one of the old like my cousin's old bedroom, my uncle turned into his 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 man cave, uh-huh. and he got it all decked out. Got the seats, got the big screen, got the bar. Like he got it all fixed up, and then when my my cousin, my other cousin's room that used to be in the back, my auntie got that like turned into like her little like woman's den, and she be doing all her stuff in there. So it's just really dope to see like them on the other side of that. You know what I'm saying? Like my uncle uh, retired, and my auntie like thriving with her travel business and everything like that. But so it was real good to get together with the family on Thanksgiving. That was really dope. I, I, I've 
I was leaving telling my wife, like, yeah, I want to be like my Uncle Dave when I grow up, man. Like, not that I'm, you know, I'm already grown. Obviously, it's being funny. <laughs> I was like, I want to be my, like my Uncle Dave when I grow up, man. He got all these kids out. Most of them got college degrees and successful. Like, he yeah, obviously good, owns his home and hooked up his man cave and everything. He doing all these renovations and adding all this dope stuff to his house. I'm like, yeah, he, he did it right. Yeah. He did it right. Shout out to my Uncle definitely. Dave, man. Yeah, my, my Thanksgiving was good, man. I can't complain. And then today, and then today, uh, wifey ran it back, made the... um. Made meatloaf, greens, mashed potatoes, and gravy. What else she made? She hooked it up. So I had two days in a row. I'm 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 feeling real good right now. Damn, I need to get a wife, man. You hear that? <laughs> I need to get a wife. Any anybody out there single looking for a husband? Holla at me, okay? Yeah, I've been with my guy. He need that. He need that. He need that, <laughs> man. But your Thanksgiving was good, man. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Family time is always good, man. That's good, man. That's good. Christmas gonna be even better. You gonna you, you gonna be with us this Christmas? We gonna we gonna it's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be like old times, man. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be fun, like old times, man. For sure, Can't for wait sure. to see everybody. For sure, for sure. What you um, what, what you want for Christmas? You gotta you put a list together. Or you pass you pass the list stage. I still be making a list. Not yeah. that you always get the stuff on my list, but I still be making a list. I mean, I'm past the list stage. Uh, I mean, I'm like you know, I got my aunt and my uncle. They always ask me every year if I want something. They always give me a little something, but. I don't really expect too much. I feel like once you get to a certain age, you know, you got children, it's about the kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I put all my energy towards getting my daughter, my nieces, my nephews. You know, I focus on getting my family something. You know what I'm saying? Especially now that I could afford it. Mm -hmm. It's like, why not? Why not give back? You know what I'm saying? If you could have one thing for Christmas, what would you ask for? What would you have? If I could have one thing for Christmas, what would it be? Like if you got an uncle that's like money's no, anybody. You got anybody that want to hold you down. Like money's no issue. What do you want for Christmas? Hmm. I'm gonna say a house. A house? A house would be nice. I feel it. I feel a it. House. Well, something a little bit like on a smaller scale, like if money, like on something smaller, like on a yeah, smaller like something scale. like for you, like maybe money is the issue. I said money not issue. You said a crib, so maybe money is the issue. What's something that's like uh, on a smaller scale? Oh, that PS5. I feel it. Because that's hard to come by. Mm-hmm. It's not even that I can't afford. I could afford it. It's just hard to get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's hard it. to, 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 to get that thing. Mm-hmm. A PS5 would be nice. I feel it. I feel it. Sent her asking. I don't even know. I'm really, um, I de- like I said, I definitely still make lists. And you know what's funny? We do our, um, oh, and since you're going to be there, we got to put your name in a gift exchange. Gift exchange? We do, we do a gift exchange every year uh, with the family. We all um, put our names in a hat. Everybody pull a name. You got to get a 60, uh, $60 gift for whoever. Uh, you got to spend $60. So even if you get a couple of things, everything you get has to equal $60. Right. So we, we got to make sure we put your name in that this year. Yeah, yeah I'm doing what I was in my aunt's house, too. Oh, for, oh, I mean, you ain't got to be in ours if you don't want to know. That's all cool. He said, nah, I said, nah. I said, 25 is good. Oh, bet, 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 bet. We're going to do spare change this year. <laughs> but yeah, man, this is a... Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Barbara and the Cameraman podcast. Like we said, uh, it's a couple days late because my guy's a, 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 a busy and booked up barber. And I'm a pretty busy and booked up cameraman myself. I ended up find, finding some work. What's up? I ended up finding some work myself. So I can't even. Uh, I can't even just leave you out there on the boat by yourself. I was a little busy myself. Busy I'm glad you. Uh, how many? Uh, how, how long? How how long did you work until on uh, Thanksgiving Eve? Thanksgiving Eve, I worked. Eight o'clock in the morning to about twelve thirty. Mm. Left. I had to had to catch my Raiders game. I tell you about if you want to cut, it's got to be before twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. After that, I'm gone. Right, right, right. Out of there. So yeah, that was about the time I worked till got off. Went straight to eating. 
I feel like you watched that. So you did watch that Raider game. Yeah. Had a ways in the back, ways in the back playing that Thanksgiving games. But we had to like you know record it so we can get back in there and watch it afterwards. Uh, I felt good. You know what I'm saying? Both my brothers are Cowboys fans, so I felt well. Steph gave up on the Cowboys. He's not a Cowboys fan no more. He said uh, he, he said he couldn't do it no more. <laughs> but Derek's still a Cowboys fan. My auntie a Cowboys fan, so it felt good to rub it, rub it in their face a little bit. Yeah, we had two Cowboys fans in my aunt's house too. My granny and my cousin Keisha. Okay. I feel it. I enjoyed it. I feel it. I feel it. So what's the uh what's the uh any any new developments on on this uh, either the, the 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 barber shop or the barber school? Any uh, any any steps in that direction? Uh the barber shop is still good. The barber still the barber school is still a work in progress. You know, I got things I got to handle outside of my personal life before I take that step. So mm-hmm. you know, but that that'll that'll come. You know, I just got to keep grinding and keep my mind on it. It'll, it'll get there. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Barbershop is cool, popping like always, you know. Mm-hmm. Before we uh, get off barbershop stuff, we're gonna we're not gonna do it this week, but starting next week, we're gonna have a segment. I mean, we already talked about just letting people know we're gonna have a segment cut of the week, and uh, I think uh, either a photo or we're gonna do flick of the week since I'm Michael Flicks. We'll do flick of the week. Um, Dre's gonna highlight, highlight a barber that's been you know doing dope cuts, and I'm gonna highlight a cameraman that's that's doing dope work uh, behind behind that lens. So that's gonna be a segment y'all can look forward to uh, for next week, and. Uh, and moving forward We'll do that once a week Yeah we're gonna do it once a week Every podcast Once a week Every You know podcast, what I'm saying anyway. Cut of the week I'm, I'm, I'm looking Barbers I'm looking I got a lot of y'all in San Diego out there You know what I'm saying I'm gonna mm-hmm. be looking For the cut of the week I already got a few people in mind I got bars But You know You can't win it every week I feel it I feel it I feel it But yeah man Other than um, I, I've been good man Just you know edit, Editing these podcasts Finding, finding people that, that want to I've had mad people reach out that want to like start a podcast, that want to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really just sitting down with them and figuring out exactly the direction of their podcast, and you know, stressing, stressing, stressing the importance to them about once you start doing your podcast, making sure you stay consistent with it. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think people understand that. Like, I don't think people understand for number one how to like grow an audience or a fan base or like a consistent following. You got to be consistent. I don't think people understand that. It's it's something you you when you think about you like. Of course, you need to be consistent, but I guess executing on staying consistent is the difficult part. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's just been what it's been talking to you know those people about about that because I'm, I'm to the point like I don't want to just um in starting Flix Media Productions, I don't want to just shoot one off podcasts for people. I will. You know what I'm saying? If it's like. Says a situation like us where we, we got our own setup, we got our, own, our situation, we got everything's taken care of. Mm-hmm. But say something like one of our cameras or mics or something go down and we need a, a space to go shoot our podcast. Go in and shoot a one-off somewhere until our equipment is back up and running. That's, you know what I'm saying, we would do that if we needed to. Yeah, definitely. But I wouldn't want to, like, I wouldn't want to run my business by people just like, hey, y'all, I need to come and use the studio today. Or, hey, I need to come and use the studio next week. I want to find people that have shows that are consistent and they're going to be in my studio Every Tuesday for the next four months or for the next six months, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm working on building a consistent clients like that, um, and it's tough, man. It's tough because you want to, and it's hard to, it's hard to like, to turn it down at first because it's money. Like somebody coming in shooting just somebody somebody coming to Flix uh, Media Studios and shoot a one off podcast. They got to pay me. Okay, so so what would you say is like the hardest thing about doing the podcast stuff with other people? It's not the hardest thing. It's just getting them to be consistent. It's not hard because I, I, I really, I really, truly enjoy it. Yeah. And, and I think, and the thing that's dope about it is because people know me as as a broadcaster, 
they don't mind me chiming in on their podcast. Literally every podcast that I've produced, I'm behind the camera and I have no plans to step in front of the camera, no plans to speak on the podcast. I'm there as a producer. Yeah. I'm there as a producer. They'd be like, hey, Mike, what you think? And I'm like, I like that. I think it's dope, but I'm not. I'm never there for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think the hardest thing from, like I said, the hardest thing is just trying to get people to, to be consistent and consistent. understand that like, you need to be consistent. And then it also, like, I feel like if I can't consistently put out shows not even not not mine if i can't consistently produce other people's shows i feel like it makes my business look away it's like you you do it you do it like for a month and then you don't do it yeah or you do you produce two episodes and then you don't do nothing and it makes me look like i'm inconsistent on top of if my shows that i'm that i appear on that i speak and i'm on in front of the camera on if those aren't consistent and then the ones that i produce for other people aren't consistent it just makes my business look like i'm not i'm not on top of things you know what i'm saying so that's that's been the most difficult thing and and i can't really say it's diff it is difficult but it's more frustrating than it is difficult because i understand like people have lives and and most most people when they start a podcast they're not looking for it to be um such a large part of their life mm -hmm. but i am like when i do a show like it's like, yeah, you know that was what you do. Like yo, like, like let's do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and I feel like that that's been a problem. The, the problem that I had in the past when I was starting a show, and I, I think I spoke about it on here before. Like I was just so like, yeah, I'm gonna start a show, and I get with the homegirl Janaea, or I get with anybody that that you like. I do the show, and then they disappear. Yeah, boom, I ain't got time. When I'm winning, when for me, I'm I'm trying to be. I'll shoot two episodes in one day if we need to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But other people was like, ah. If I can, I will. You know what I'm saying? So that part can be really frustrating. But, you know, I get it. I get it. It's, you know, just understanding where, where people's priorities are and, and what they want out of it. So, you know, I get it. I'm not, I don't, I, I was about to say, I don't be tripping. I do be tripping, but I try not to anyway. I try to stay. So all a part of the grind, consistency is key from the man Mike. 100%. Got to be consistent. 100%. But, man, my other job, kicking my ass lately, man, the stay at home dad life. Kids ain't been kicking my ass. I just been tired, bro. <laughs> I just been tired of getting no like, no rest really. Like I, man, I came home. Was it the day I did the podcast? Yeah, one um, last week. Came home, did the podcast. Stayed up editing the show. All the edit all the audio first. Edited all the audio first, and then edited the video. Stayed up till maybe like two o'clock. <sighs> Woke back up at seven with the kids. The grind is real. Then I had then I had to film three basketball games the next night. Then make it <laughs> home till ten. The grind is real, had man. To stay up till like had to stay up till like two thirty, editing three games to make sure I got them off to the clients and got them posted on my YouTube in time for people to be like, "Yo, the game was last night." So I go to if I go to Flix's channel. I know the games are gonna be there. You know what I'm saying? And again, being consistent. Consistent. Being consistent. If I film a game on Friday night. And it's not over my YouTube until Sunday. People ain't really going to watch it because the game already happened. They already seen the highlights on Instagram. They already know what the final score was. Like, why do I need to sit on Instagram for 10 minutes and watch the whole game when I already got the rundown two, year, two, minute, two minutes ago? Yeah, I didn't see the whole game, but I know what happened already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I got I to gotta make sure I'm, I'm staying on top of things. There you, know you go. And, and it's, it is, giving, it's, giving out the blueprint, man. It's tiring. I, I mean, hey, I mean, yeah, I, it's the, only way, I, it, the only, way it makes, <laughs> only way it makes sense. Like, I don't – I know for me, like, even if – I, as much as I like, I was a dude when I played football in high school. I was a dude like Saturday morning. If I, because you know, when you play high school football, if you have even one stat, even one stat, one tackle, one deflection, your name is going to be in the paper. Yeah. It's going to say Emron 
one tackle is going to be there. And so yeah. anytime I had a stat, I'm running out Saturday morning to go get the newspaper. <laughs> and I'm saying that to say I was a kid that I was like that. But if I knew that the, the PPR highlights weren't going to be on when I expected them to be on, I probably wasn't going to watch it because it's like, I mean, I was expecting it then and it ain't there. I'm going to just go about my day. And I'm not even going to think about it again. You know what I'm saying? So just being consistent and, and, and staying in people's face and, and, and going hard with it. But, yeah, man, the kid's been um, – they they've been making it tough for me to edit. <laughs> my my kids, my two boys, are making it real tough for me to uh, stay consistent and and stay fast with my edits during the day. That's why I got to make sure I edit at night. But yeah, man, I can't complain. I can't complain. It's been tough. It's the life I chose. I'd rather be a um, I'd rather be a stay at home dad and a cameraman than than something else. Honestly, honestly. Let's feel it. Speaking of something else, I might be um, I might be stepping back into childcare pretty soon, bro. That's but a good look. In a, in a capacity that in a like before I was with like the really really young kids. Now I'm gonna be um, my plan is to be at a teen center. It's crazy how the universe works, man. Like I don't know if you've seen the video that I put out on my Instagram the other day when I interviewed Coach Jeff Coach Jeff from Lincoln High School. I was talking about how um, you know, I worked at the Boys and Girls Club in the YMCA for a long time, and now I want my own teen center. And I put that video out. And I put in the comments, like, yo, I'm going to need some help. So if, if you're interested, tap in. Like, two of the homies hit me up, like, yo, I'd I be down to help you out with that flicks. And then um, another dude that's already bought a building, already started getting the grants and talking to the city about that, he already had a plan to start a teen center. He's been looking for somebody to run it. And oh, so, yeah, I've been, yeah I've already already went and had the first meeting with him, and that's, that's probably going to... That's probably going to happen. I don't want to. I don't want to say too much about it because normally when I speak on things, they end up not happening. But that's probably going to happen. That's that's real exciting. That's both my passions. That's solid. Working bro. Working with the youth and being a cameraman. If I can do both of those and get paid full time to do both of those, and that's, that's solid, great. bro. You, that's could, you, could, you could do that. You could do that. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that, man. There you go. I'm looking forward to that. Hello, gang of flame. Gang of flame. All right, man. So look. So we're both. We're both. Um. We're both entrepreneurs, even though I mean you don't you don't own your shop yet. I feel like any any barber is an entrepreneur because I mean you you working for yourself, right? mm-hmm. independent so, contractor, right? In a, exactly. And so when especially when it's something like that, and when you work with your hands, I don't know about you, bro, but I've run into so many people that either don't care or don't understand that even though it looks fun and it seems easy, and I be kicking it like this is my job. This is how I make money. This is how I feed my kids. This is how I buy new equipment and stuff. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, like, people were like, <clears throat> I'm getting, and it's not going to go away. It's never going to go away. It's never going to go away. But bro, I'm so sick of people wanting freebies or expecting you to just pull up, <laughs> pull up and do things for the love. Like, I do do that. I do still do that. But, yeah. like, not, not when work is already booked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, definitely. Man, I, I I keep man, just just like just today, bro, had somebody hit me up expecting me to be somewhere and film something for free when I got booked to go cover bad. They wanted me to go film a football game for free when I got booked to film two basketball games, which I got paid for. Get that you know money. what I'm saying? But I think they were expecting me to do it because like we're 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 family and like not we're family, we're friends and we work together. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to give this no energy right now. I'm going to mm-hmm. just. How, I, do you run into that a lot, bro? Because, I mean, you a barber, and I'm sure you got, like, nephews and uncles or anybody in your family that's like, yo, DeAndre, I need a cut. Like, come to the house or whatever. Do you run into that a lot? So, yo, check this out. I'm going to put it on blast because I really don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. But this happened to me last year, right? I got an uncle, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He knows I cut hair. 
I used to cut, you know, my cousins and them up for free back when I was just getting into the game and I was could do just like a basic one with a lineup. It was before I knew how to fade and all that. I was cutting them up for free. Boom. You know what I'm saying? He hits me. I know we're like, yo, nephew, you know, da, 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 my birthday coming up. You know, I need a, uh, I need a fresh cut. I'm like, all right, side by the shop. He said, what you going to charge me? I said, I'm going to charge you for a price. Like, you know, the family price. He was like, the family price? I thought it would have been free. I'm like, free for what? I said, I don't, you don't come to me consistently? Now, the first time you want to get a cut by me, it's supposed to be free? I said, come on. I said, who, who been cutting you? I'm sure you've been paying that dude. Mm-hmm. But now since he ain't around, you want to come get a free cut from me. I got bills, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, this is my job. This is what I do. I'm missing out on money because I'm cutting you for free. I'm missing out on, you know, $40 because you're sitting in my chair getting a free cut. Mm-hmm. He gets mad. He doesn't reply. Da 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 You know, and I'm just like, I seen him at a family function. He was like, what's up, nephew? I was like, what's up, unc? And that was about it. But, you know, like I said, people expect you like, so here's another thing, too, like, so you got a family function going on. Oh, we we doing this, da da da. Okay, boom, I'm gonna pull up. Oh, could you bring your clippers too? No, I'm not there to cut hair. I'm there to chill with the family, eat and enjoy these mm-hmm. festivities. I'm not mm-hmm. there to cut. I'm not mm-hmm. coming to cut five people. I've just been cutting all day. You think I want to come, come cut five people for free? Nah, nah. Y'all should have came to the shop, bro. One of my one of my aunties did that. One of my aunties did that to me. Um, hmm. You put something on blast, I'm gonna go ahead and put it on blast. <laughs> my 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 granny, I think it was either her birthday or her and my grandpa's anniversary. I don't remember which. I, I think it was my granny's birthday. Um and my auntie hit me and was like, yo, your granny's gonna be in town. I'm gonna take her here to come here in here in town in San Diego. I'm gonna take her here, there, and everywhere. And then we go finish here at this park. I want you to come and she don't even know, but I got I want I want you to do a photo shoot. For her and your grandpa. I'm like, all right, bet. And I was about to say maybe it's my fault, but it ain't. But I was about to say maybe it's my fault because with me, even if a family member just hit, if, if if a family member, if I hit a family, if I hit you up and say, hey, yo, bro, my cousin go be in town. I'm going to take him. I'm going to take him to the Padres game. I'm going to take him to the radio station to watch me do this interview. I'm going to take him over here to get something to eat. I'm, I'm going to pull up. We're going to pull up over, over there to the crib over there. I want you to cut his hair. And you like, I right, bet, be there, at, pull up at five, pull up to the crib at five thirty. You're gonna be expecting me to pull up at five thirty with money in my pocket. Yeah. You're not gonna expect me to pull up and just <laughs> have this nigga sit down for a free cut. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's what my auntie did. She she I just pulled and she's telling me on the phone, it's like, oh yeah, I could um if you need any any new SD cards or any new um da 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 for your camera, I could, I can give you money for that. I was like, Auntie, I'm a professional. Everything I need, I have. She's like, oh okay, and just left it at that. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, and my mom told me to stop doing this. Like, I don't, I don't like pressing people that I love about money, even if it's for my job. Yeah. I don't like, because you can, you can end the relationship real quick over bread. So I don't press people that I love about money. I don't. Niggas will fall out over money, man. Real quick. Fall out. Um, so I do the photo shoot. No money, no bread, no talk of money, no nothing. Nothing. I'm like, it's weird. Like I would, and she owns a business. Like she, she's an entrepreneur herself. I would never have, I would never reach out to her, and ask her to come do what she does, what she gets paid to do, and come do it for me for free. I wouldn't even expect a discount. Like, but she didn't even. It wasn't even a discount. She it's just free, just free. Just said his grandma and grandpa. This free. And this other family, this other family that you know, what I'm saying that I know I did it. And I'm talking to my mom about it, 
And my mom ended up asking my mom. I told my mom, I was like, yeah, she, you know, she didn't get no money. My mom was like, really? I was like, yeah, my mom was like, well, I want to see the pictures. My mom, my mom know how I give it up. I'm finna, like, hold on to the pictures so I get my bread. But I wasn't finna, I'm finna give, I'm gonna give my granny the pictures. I just wasn't finna send them to my auntie. Yeah. My mom was like, you know what, son? Well, here, we'll do this. I'll pay you because I want the pictures. Like, I want those pictures of your granny. So I'm gonna pay you. You can just send them to me and I'll send them to granny. I was like, it shouldn't have to be that way. Like, yeah, it you know what I'm saying? But I was way. like, I want my mom that, like, Shouldn't have to be that. I'm not 15. Like, oh, here, son, you didn't you didn't get what you were supposed to get, so let me. That's whack. You know what I'm saying? But that's, in that, that's how it ended up working. I just don't, I don't, I, and I feel like I've, I've never heard, I don't speak to other cultures about this, but I've never, I've never heard of, of anybody but black people doing that. I've never, I, I, like, bro, I've never, and you know what? That's some black shit. You know that's what? some black shit right there. I was like that as a kid. I was like that as a kid. If I knew the homie sold a little this, little that, I would I would expect, I would honestly as a kid, I would expect the homie to give me a discount. If the homie was selling shoes, I would expect him to take 20 off just because we, just because we people. So I would expect that. It wasn't until I was like, I was 19. I was living in LA with my cousin Blaze and my auntie Nadia. And my auntie Nadia's uh, homeboy had just opened a barbershop and my cousin Blaze needed a haircut. Her son needed a haircut. And she's like, oh, yeah, say his name is Tyrone. He's like, I'm going to take you over to Tyrone's shop. He just opened the shop. I'm going to take you over there get a cut. And my cousin was like, oh, bet. Start putting his money back in his pocket. My auntie was like, what she doing? She's like, we going to your, your, your childhood friend's barbershop. I'm like, we're not about to pay. My auntie was like, see, that's black people's problem. How are he supposed to make money if all his people just pull up and get a free haircut? How is he supposed to make any money? She's like, we that know and love him, we're supposed to pay and then tip him, like over tip him because we know him. Auntie. And I was like, you know what? And I, I never thought about it like that. And I was nine. I've I've been rocking that way ever since, bro. Yeah. Ever since, whether it's the homies that sell clothes, whether it's you that cut hair, anybody that anybody that I know that that works for themselves, that that does something, I'm gonna try to overpay, bro. And not even just overpay. I'm gonna come to you first. You know what I'm saying? That, like that's how I give it up. That's how I give. It. Now you got to be good at what you do. I'm not gonna just. Stop going where I was going before and come to you just because I know you if you're not good. Yeah. But if you're good at what you do, and I know you're good at what you do, I don't care. Like, like, bro, if I had hair, I'd be in your chair every, I'd be in your chair every other Friday, bro. <laughs> but I just, I've just gotten good at doing the beard myself, so I'm just, yeah. and I'm trying to get better, so I just keep doing it myself. But that's how, <laughs> that's how, but that's how I rock. And how many, and bro, and even in the time when I'm still like, yo, I'm, I got me some new liners, I'm getting better. How many times I come and sit in your chair when I want to practice and get better and do it myself? Few times. I'm like, I know the homie over there. I brought my son over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I give it up. I don't care how long I've been going. I could be going to a nigga for 10 years. If my boy move in town and he cut hair and I know he dope, guess who don't get to cut my hair no more? And guess who's cutting my hair now? Mm -hmm. That's just how I give it up. Like, I don't know no other way. I'm not like, and even with like my my friends that, that, you know what I'm saying, that own clothing lines and stuff like that, that like my boy uh, Brandon at Trill Consciousness. It's, It's hella people that think like, that I'm a part owner of true consciousness. Yeah. That think that like every time a hoodie, a shirt, or a, or a hat gets sold, that I get a piece of it, and I don't. And 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 matter of fact, I've paid full price for everything that I've gotten. Kind of support your folks, man. You know what I'm saying? Like Got I just to. don't. I don't see no other way, bro. I don't see no other way. Got to. How you I feeling said, about that? I feel, I feel like I've been talking hell. Of this I mean, like I said, people are not going to prosper. You know, benefits if they're not if they're not reaping the benefits of their hard work. You know what I'm saying? Like. Nothing's free out here. Like these cameras cost. These lights cost to keep on. Mm-hmm. The setup we got, this shit, this this stuff costs. You can't be expecting nothing free. You know what I'm saying? If it's the other way around, you are gonna want your money. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to, you're not going to to the to the dude that sells Jordans and saying, "Oh, can I just get them takes for free?" He paying him all his money. Yeah. So why can't I get mine? Because we're friends. Right. You think I don't got bills and shit? Like, it's crazy. I, I don't I, see when I when I encounter people like that or people that come in for a haircut. No. Can't, well, the guy at the street only charges. Well, go see the guy at the street. Why do? What are you doing here then? If he only charges twenty five, why are you coming to my chair? And you know how much I charge. How they pull up with the? They know how much it is. Oh, I only got this much, but you smelling like a pound, uh, a pound of dro. Mm-hmm. He tell me all oh, you got twenty five dollars, and you smell like a pound of weed. Nah, mm-hmm. nah. I. That's why I let people know my price before the cuts. So they can make up their mind if they want to cut or not. Mm-hmm. Don't sit down on the cut and be like, oh, yeah, well, I only got 20 on me. I ain't got 20 ain't enough, bro. 20, yeah, you about to leave with half this haircut. <laughs> you about to leave with half this haircut. If you don't leave, you can get the rest of that money. Like, but I'm thankfully, I've, I've gotten to the point. Can you put that on vibrate? Thankfully, I've gotten to the point where that don't really... Um, that don't really happen for me so much anymore. Nah. Um, as far as, like... Um, People coming to me and telling me um, how much how much they get charged other places. You yeah. still you still get you know what I'm saying your your loved ones that expect you to do like you know what I'm saying get, give discounts or give freebies. But as far as as far as like clients that don't, like it used to happen all the time with me um, as far as like filming football and basketball games. And I feel like early on it was happening because they was like I mean. I could get somebody that's better than Michael Flix that's going to do a better job, but I don't want to pay that much, and I just want somebody to just film the game. So I'm going to yeah. go to him. And because his, he's not his, – his, his, camera, his camera skill ain't really what I would want it to be, I feel like I can ask him to bring his price down. That's what I think was going on before. But I think either the message has gotten across to where, like, I'm not going to budge on my price, and I'm not going to lie. Early on, I was budging on my price because I was just happy to be working. At first, I was pulling up the games filming for free, and I was like, you know what? I'm getting pretty good. I'm going to start charging. Yeah. He'd be like, I can't really do that, but I could do this. I'd be like, ah. But I was, just happy to, I was just happy to be making money. Yeah. And this is when I still worked, had a, had a nine to five. Uh-huh. So I was just happy to be making extra money aside from my nine to five. So I was like, I'll take it with it. Like, I'll take it. Not I'll take anything, but I'll take it if it's not too far off my price. But now, nah, like, and it used to happen a lot, bro. And I finally got to the point where it was like, I'm going to set my price, and I'm not going to budge. And if you can't pay it, then. If niggas can't pay it for two weeks, and I just won't work for two weeks, you know what that's I'm the problem. But people always want to scam something off the top, like they're always trying to win. I got like they, I gotta win. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like you ain't always gotta win. You know what I'm saying? Support your folks and give them what it's worth. Facts. If you feel like you can't afford that, and you should probably go see somebody else, you know, and get that what you could afford. I should knock down my price and, and, and mess up my business for your comfort. For what? And they say there's a Jay Z line for everything, but he um one of his bars is um I think it was on the song Bam with uh Damian Marley. He said, uh, just set the price on niggas and live your life, my nigga. And I've I've been living by that. Been living by that. Like I used to be like, I just want I just want to get this extra bread, but it's like, nah. And it feels good once you like once you stand on that. You know what I'm saying? I, and I've turned down some like some names, bro, like people that like if you turn on Baldur's life. You had, you you see these niggas on there like yeah. you know you know these niggas by face and by name like hey you don't be in town or I'll see you go be at the Druid like oh let me let me get a mix for this and that like I don't, I don't I don't do mixes for that price bro I feel like if you set your price you know work is good cats gonna respect it you know what I'm saying Facts. like there was a time where I was charging twenty five for a haircut mm-hmm. 
I was charging, you know, 30. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm so, you know, like at the shop I'm at in demand, like I'm charging 40 a cut now with the face 50. And cats is paying it because they feel like, you know, like who else going to cut me this clean? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, in this area, there might be some other cats, but in this particular area, mm-hmm. who's going to cut you that clean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So cats is paying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I tell them, like, you know, image is everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're going to spend 120 on some, you know, to 200 on some Jordans that ain't going to last you forever. You know, a yeah, haircut is, is going to be something you need forever. So mm-hmm. how much is your image really worth? Right. Is it worth nothing or is it worth something? You only get one chance to make a first impression. A haircut does a lot for a person. Mm-hmm. A lot. That's facts. That's facts. Hmm. Interesting way to look at it. You up to forty dollars now, huh? Yeah, man. Up to forty. Yeah, man. I'm. T- I'm telling. Like, it- it's funny because my my price um for what I do, whether it's um just highlights or whether I'm like I'm making a mix with the music and the edits and the slow mo and everything. Um, both of those those two things have different prices. And both of those things, the price has gone up from last season because I've gotten better. Like, my, my skill and talent has gotten better. My hands are more steady filming. I'm better at editing. My so- I got better software now. My ca- I got a better camera and a better lens now. Like, every the whole my, everything is upgraded. So the price has to go up, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I spend money on quality equipment. I need to make my money back. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, ain't like you coming with an iPhone talking about... This is uh, this is this is equipment, right? It's here. funny. I had a um, I had a, a mom that that I, I covered her son for six games last year, and she hit me up to cover ten games this year. So that's how you know, like you know, what I'm saying nigga did a good job. So she she come back for even more this year. Yeah. Um. But she she told me she she asked me what the price was, and I I, I sometimes I feel bad doing that, like raising my price on a, on a return client. Um. But you have to, you have to, you don't have to. It's a good idea to, to like in my situation, you know what I'm saying. It's it was a good idea for me to do it. I, I was gonna say I don't. I'm, it's weird, man. It's almost like it's like if I'm selling if I'm selling a, like a little baggie with four cookies in it, and last year it was a dollar, and it's literally the same exact cookies, and now I'm selling it for two dollars. That might look away, you know what I'm saying? It might feel away, but when when I can ex- if if I can explain to you why the price has gone up, then then it should be. Okay, right? That's how I feel like it. I'll tell people like this. I work hard at what I do. Haircuts have been $25 for a long time. You know, for a long time. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, if your job gave you a raise, would you be upset? Don't you think you deserve a raise? How hard do you work? Do you not deserve a raise? So why don't I deserve a raise? Facts. I work hard too. It'd be cool if you getting a raise. You think we don't we don't deserve raises, barbers? We got bills. It's not cheap living in California. Not at all. Let's living on your own. It's not cheap. Mm-hmm. That's real. So if, said, you, if you can deserve a raise, why can't I deserve a raise? I didn't even look at it like a raise. I sit back, sit back in my chair and just wait, like wait for an answer, like. Yeah, when you say it like that, that's kind of man makes sense. I know it does. That's a great way to look at. It. I never, I never thought about it like that. Like I deserve a raise. Yeah, why don't I? Why don't I deserve a raise? Oh, man, once I break it down like that, they get thinking like. But yeah, I told her. Uh, I told this mom. I told this mom the price, and I. Damn, the battery. Um. The price has gone up from last year. She's like, oh, infl- inflation. Inflation's really gotten gotten us all. It's affecting us all, ain't it? And I was like, at first I was like, and she, I know she didn't like mean too much by it. Yeah. But 
there's a little bit of seriousness in every joke. You know what I'm saying? And 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 she took she took a she took a little while to to send the money. Like we had this conversation like two days ago, and the money just came through uh, tonight while I was at work. And at first I was like, I guess she don't want to mess with it. Like when she said she was gonna book me. It took two days for the money to come. The whole I'm just sitting. There. I wasn't finna like a couple of years ago. I hear like, "Hey, yo, dude, are we still gonna do that? Like, are you still?" Because I was like thirsty for the money, and I'm still pretty thirsty for the money, but I don't want to look thirsty for the money no more. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, "I'm not finna. I'm not gonna send a message and be like, oh, yo, we still gonna like if she if she want to do business with me, then we already talked about it, and she go send the money, and I'm gonna pull up and film her son. But if not, then it is what it is. And yeah. it literally, bro, while um while I'm standing there while it's um halftime. It's halftime of the game, and a parent from Mission Bay comes up to me. Um, he's like, hey, I'm so-and-so's dad. So I want to talk to you about, like, um, I see you here tonight. You've been here at this tournament. I want to talk to you about, like, covering him for the rest of the season moving forward. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, uh, what, what's your Venmo? He's like, I'll, uh, I'll pay you for tonight's game. I'll pay you for tonight's game right now, and then tomorrow morning I'm going to give you a call, and we can, we can iron out the details of, like, you know what I'm saying? How many games you're going to cover for the rest of the season? I want you to cover the whole season, but we'll figure out exactly how it's going to be and all this and that. And while I was pulling out my phone so he could, like, do the little Venmo, like, do my little Venmo, uh, get my Venmo code, I literally did, not, like, the money came through, like, right? The money from the lady I was just talking about, the money came through, like, as I was pulling out my, my Venmo to show it to him. So I was like, oh, she messing with a nigga. That's what's up. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, in, in, in my line of work, um, There's times when I got a, that was a punch in. I lost my train of thought, but, you know, we ain't got no assistant helping with these cameras and mics. Got to get up and adjust things and you lose your train of thought, but it's all good. Um, you was talking about the dude that was going to see the money through Venmo, and as you pulled your phone out, the lady sent you some money for covering her son's game. Yeah, I know. I forgot. I forgot where I was going with that, though. It's all good. It's all good. But, yeah, man, I, um... I think I think I think that's all I think that's all for this uh this podcast, man. Yeah. I, I'm kinda I'm kinda hesitant to say it because I used to say it um when when, when me, Steph and Jesse. Oh no, we gotta talk about long distance relationships too. You're right. We gotta you're talk right, about long distance right, right. relationships too. I was about to say I'm I'm hesitant to say it, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. we gotta um we got we gotta have more of our, our normal conversation on the podcast too. So I was telling Steph and Jesse when we used to do our podcast, like off the mic, off the off camera, we laugh and joke, hella. And then we get on a podcast, and it's not that we get like too serious, but we get on here and like start talking about our topics. And I want it to be like like how our normal conversation is, because you a funny nigga, bro. Like, <laughs> I want I want people to know how funny you are, bro, and how you just you keep people laughing. Like you said it last podcast, he's like, it's not that I'm that I'm always playing around, or something you said like not not being serious all the time. He's like, not that I'm I'm always joking, but you are always joking, and it's not a bad thing. You just a funny, and you always been a funny dude. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate I, that, bro. I want that to be on the podcast, bro. I do, I do. I want people to see how funny you are, man. I do. Definitely, I definitely, I got you. Has had some good times on the pod, but anyway, long distance relationships, man. What you wanna? Uh... So yeah, that's something I want to talk about, man. Uh, you know, I'm currently dealing with a girl, you know, in a long distance. We're not in a relationship, but we've had a relationship since we was 19, you know, off and on. You know, what I'm saying we talk, then we won't talk. You know, it's, that's neither here or there because of this and that. And how old are you now? I'm 34. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to say your age? I'm 34. I'm good. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I like told that. some of y'all that I'm 27, 26. I'm 34. But yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. Yeah, I told that some we of y'all. That we can talk about. We could, after long distance relationships, we're going to talk about uh, lying about your age. We're going to get, we definitely going to talk about that. All right. So, uh, yeah, long distance relationships is like, 
how do you how do you make something work that's long distance as far as like having trust, you know, respect, you know, loyalty? There's a lot of temptation out there. You know, whether you're going to see your chick two times out the month, she coming to see you. There's always going to be temptation there. For me, you know, it's not the easiest thing, but I make it work. You know, because you, I mean, if you care about somebody, you know, you're going to do whatever it takes to make it work or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But it has its strength sometimes. Like sometimes, you know, when you're in a long distance relationship, you go out and you can see the person, but there's some nights where you just want to, you know, just be there with that person at that point in time and you can't. And that's where the temptation and, and the and the other things, you know, start getting involved. Cause it's like, dang, like, should I really be doing this? Should I not? But I think it's really all about the energy you put into it. You know, that's 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 what's gonna come out of it. You know, whether you know, as far as like honesty, like I said, trust, loyalty, you know, but there's always that what if, like, well what if what are they really doing? You know, are they really being honest to me? Da 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 da. You know, so I think it's just something really tough to handle. I think as far as the uh, worrying about what they're doing, I mean, I mean, like we just talked about, man. Like you could you could feel all you want to feel about something, but <laughs> you could feel all you want to feel about something, bro. But unless you can prove it, worrying about it, unless you can find out definitively, yeah, unless you can prove it. Worrying about it all day and night is not going to do anything but cause stress. You know what I'm saying? I know for me, you know what I'm saying? It could, you, you could, you're going to think about it. If something crosses your mind, you're going to think about it. You're going to want like, that was kind of fishy. Yeah. That was a little weird. Yeah. But unless you can pinpoint exactly what's making you feel like that, or unless you, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless you can prove and it's not like you're you're accusing anybody of anything, but until you have like something concrete in front of you, or something concrete happens where you can say, "No, I know without a shadow of a doubt this is going on," worrying about it all day and night is is just going to cause stress. You're it's right. going to cause a headache. So I feel like you just got to put that trust out there. Number one, you shouldn't be trying to get into a long distance relationship if you can't trust them. You know what I'm saying? So if you feel like you can trust them, then you got to just rock with that trust and just let the trust. Be the trust. Well, at first when we was younger, that was kind of my issue, the trust. You know, she was young. I was young. Da, 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 da. But I think now that we're older, you know, we're, we're both parents now. You know, it's a little more easier to to, to, to trust because mm-hmm. you're older. You know, you didn't been through some shit. You know what to look out for and what to look out for. Mm-hmm. But it's, a little, it's, it's, it's definitely easier now. But the only thing is just the distance. You know, you can't be there with that person every day. You know, not, not even every day. Like, you know, just when you want to. I can't say, yo, what you doing? You know, come over. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, she all the way in freaking Hollywood. You know, L.A. So, it's mm-hmm. like. Hollywood ain't too far away, though, bro. It's not. It's 96 bucks on the Amtrak, man. You're going to have to move her out here, man. Well, that's an option. Or I can move to Hollywood. Or you can move to Hollywood. I was thinking about all your clients and stuff, but it's going to be mad clients in Hollywood. Hollywood so. swing, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You do that. You guys are going to be in Hollywood once a month. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Definitely has potential in Hollywood. I've never been in a long distance relationship. I mean, I guess I was in high school. Like me, and my, my girlfriend went to a different high school. But like that was that was that's the most. I was like, in the same city though, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm not gonna lie though, bro. When you when you in high school, and your girl go to a different school. It could feel like a long distance relationship. True, true. I've been like there before. True relationship. I true. mean, but once you start driving, though, that that knocks out all of that. So it's like. 
it is what it is. I, but yeah, I've never, I've never been, I've never been in a long distance relationship before. But I mean, I've been, I've been with the same chick pretty much my my whole adult life since I was like what twenty one. So I mean, I never been there. So it's different, man. It's different. I feel it's it. Different. I feel it. It's like you know, you got that one person you can rock with, be cool with, but they live like, you know, mm-hmm. all the way out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Something else, man. It's now, fun though. I love it. It's fun. Have you have you encountered? We're gonna change subjects a little bit here. We're gonna talk, touch on a subject you just you just kind of brought up a little bit. Well, I guess I brought up when I asked you your age. Have you had in your experience? You're you're a good looking guy. You got lots of girls. Uh, you approach girls, and you got lots of girls approaching you. You had many uh many women lying about their age. Uh, I've had women lie about their age. Usually older women. Yeah. Yeah. They usually lie about it because they feel like, oh, they're too old or this or that, da da da. But at the same time, I've lied about my age before, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I feel kind of dumb because it's like, you know, even though I'm 34, I get told a lot, you don't look 34. Mm-hmm. Like, Man, you, you black don't crack. You know, all the shit we hear, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, it don't really change nothing. I mean, it's just, you just lied about your age. And like you kick my granny in the head and that you know what I'm saying and then like that you just lied about your age. The way the way I see it, man, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the, the old cliche, honesty is the best policy. But I I feel like, man, you could you could potentially like knock a dope person off the board because of their age. And I know, and I, I'm probably sound to a lot of people that know me. I probably sound very very hypocritical because I always rocked with like. I would never date anybody younger than my little brother. But that that's, I mean, obviously, I mean, that's that's all the way off the table for me now. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, that's all the way off the table for me now. But I don't know. I just feel like, like, I'm bringing it all up to say, I feel like you could, like, being so hung up on age or any one thing, I guess, could potentially, like, knock a really dope person off the board. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I could lie. And tell you that I'm not the age that I am, and we start rocking, and we really, really feeling each other, and then I'm gonna give you the real age. What you gonna do? Walk, like stop, my, stop messing with me now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but at the same time, you always want to give people. You always want to give people like you don't want to take any away anybody's like power of choice. Like you always want people to be, have a choice. Yeah. It's like if I if I don't if I don't like somebody that's in your age bracket and. And I don't want to date nobody in that age bracket. You gotta, you gotta give me the opportunity to choose if I want to. See, so my like, whole you, thing if is you lie to me, then I don't have a choice now. I'm just going <coughs> off what you told me. You know what I'm saying? See, my whole thing is, I don't think they'll walk away with you. They'll just be start wondering, like, what else is he lied about? Like, true. They're gonna look at you sideways, like, <laughs> I don't know about him. They get to thinking, mm. has he lied about this? Lied about that? Da 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 da. I've been told that before. Like, you lying already? I don't even. I can never trust you. Like, what? I feel it. It is what it is, but, you know, sometimes you just don't want to say, I'm th- you know, it's, it's a man thing. Oh, I'm 34. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to feel like you're getting old, man. No, you know, because the next is the 40s and it's the 50s. Then you know how it is downhill from there. I think I think it all just depends on who, like, who you're meeting and where you're meeting them at, probably. True. So you know I was saying? doing my lying. When I was going to the young, the young people club, you know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> so it's like it's like if you go, like if you go to one of these, like you know, one of these places where you got to wear hard bottoms and you can't wear a hat inside, you probably wouldn't feel the need to lie about your age. Nah, definitely you know what I'm not. Saying? But if you're going where they allow niggas to wear jerseys and do rags, 
you might you might feel the need to lie about your age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't want to be the old nigga in the spot. I think it just depends on where you at, and then the, the, I, I want to say the company you keep, but where you at, and and who you're meeting, and where you're meeting them at. I think is I think it's the whole thing. When's the, um? I guess I was about to say. I guess I know by the time you told a girl they're the wrong age and it backfired on you, or it came back to bite you. I guess I know. So about for that instance, we was, I was in a I was in a, I was in a line one time. You know what I'm saying? And uh. Spot, you know the dude snatching bottles from people. He's like, "Hey, no liquids in line." Da 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 da. You know the, you know this is a, it's a, it's a eighteen and up party. Da 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 da. And I'm like, "Yo, I'm like, I can handle my liquor like I'm twenty two. You know what I'm saying?" He's like, "Twenty two, man, what you doing here?" I'm like, "Bro, like, why you even gotta say that like that? Like, like I'm just an old ass nigga. Like, calm down." And you said you was twenty two. Yeah. So hold on. You said you was twenty two, and he was looking at you like you was too old to be there. Cause it was an eighteen and up party. Okay, okay. But it was okay, a club. Okay. Right, 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 right. It wasn't right. a house party. Right, right. It was a club. Uh-huh. You know, they got eighteen and up on one side, twenty one and up on one, on the other side. Mm-hmm. So clearly, I still could have been in there. He's looking at me like, "Why are you here? You should be at the other club." And I'm like, "Bro, <laughs> talking too much." You want to go secure something and get out of my face? Right. He said, "Secure something." <laughs> <laughs> you top flight security the whole world, Craig. Get out of my face. Worried nigga. about me. Hmm. Come on, man. Yeah, man. I think I think that's all we got from today, man. I'm um. Like I said, I had some other stuff we uh. We could we could have spoke about, but like I said, the pod is a few days late, and some of those things were like would have been old news. And by the time the podcast came out, it been like yeah, that's what y'all niggas is talking about. I feel you. So you know what I'm saying, but we gonna we gonna we gonna get back on track for y'all. Yes, get sir. back to our, our, our normal uh, our normal drop days. But we want to make sure we gave you our podcast, even though this one's a few days late. We want to make sure we came in here and gave you our podcast. So we gave you our chance to, to eat your Thanksgiving food. You know what I'm saying? Get fat and happy. Enjoy football. Enjoy some basketball. Now all of that's over. Now you got a dope podcast to watch. So it's all perfect timing, man. Let's all, get it. It's all perfect timing. Let's get it. As always, man, I appreciate you, uh, you know what I'm saying, taking the time to do a pod with a nigga that's been dying to do a podcast, man. Of course. We grinding right now. It is what? What time is it? 11 o'clock. 11.06 at night. Like I said, I just came from filming basketball today. The grind. Came from filming basketball today. When my guy was at the barbershop earlier today, we was like, you know what? We got to get this podcast in. Yeah. Got to make sure we get this podcast in. So we made sure we came and gave y'all one, man. We appreciate y'all rocking with us, tapping in with us. Like I said, next week we're gonna start them uh, uh cut of the week, flick of the week. We're gonna start them mm-hmm. segments for y'all. Oh, and I had a, I think I wanted um, I guess I can just talk about you talk about this off the podcast. But I, another segment I was thinking um, now nah, we'll talk about that off podcast. We'll but podcast. It's been another episode of from the uh, from the sandbox. Almost did it again. It's been another <laughs> episode of the Barber and the Cameraman podcast. I'm your boy Michael Flicks. I'm D the Barber man. Appreciate y'all rocking with us, man. We'll be back next week. Yes, sir. Peace.